Hey, this is Doug Benson, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour? That's always great when somebody does a bumper where they act like they're not aware of the show. On the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. My life... Greetings, friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour! My name's Kevin Kraft, and the man sitting next to me is using his dick to stir jizz into his coffee while lubing his butthole with espresso. That's Jeff Clark. That reminds me, I gotta fill up my coffee cup. And beaming to us from the shower drain under a YMCA shower... The bearded towel snapper, known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Thank you once again to our friend Alex Wilson. Still plucking intros off of the email he wrote, flying home, uh, whilst drunk. Yeah. Drunk commentary is my favorite Alex Wilson commentary. Yeah. So shout out to you, Alex. Do you, Thank uh, you for those. How Still many gonna... more does he, do you have in the chamber? Uh, I just closed the email out. Okay. Well, uh, enough. All right, cool. A lot. <laughs> We're good until 2020? Yeah. Whew! We had a lot to catch up on. I know. Man. Things have Episode happened. Episode 420 was, was, was quite epic. I hope everybody enjoyed that. There was a lot of work to put together. The stars aligned. It was magical. And it happened. But that's podcasting. You can... You can move the stars. Yeah. And, and and really deliver and feel really good about what you did. And then a week goes by. And it's like, hey, time to do it again. Yeah, show goes on, right? It does. So we're here. We've got shit to catch up on from this past weekend. We have shit to... We didn't even get to talk about all the shenanigans that went down with Shuddy Boy in town. Because... Doug I mean, Benson didn't care. You get Doug Benson in studio, <laughs> what... Once a podcast run, yeah, we, we thought it'd be better. To, and, we thought it'd be better to talk to Doug Benson more about Doug Benson and weed instead yeah, of yeah, like yeah. Shuddy's vacation. It's like, by the way, Doug, um, take a breather. Go, um, go make yourself a glass of water or something if you want. We're gonna talk about Shuddy Boy riding bikes. <laughs> You're uh, on the Instagram. That's good enough. So. Yeah. Uh, so, fuck it. Let's just get right into that when Shuddy Boy. Booked a trip out to L.A. on the chance. I mean, the Doug Benson booking was tentative and started the out Doug as a Benson long shot. The booking didn't get confirmed until the day before I left. Yeah, so within a week of episode 420 was when we actually got Doug confirmed. And when I told Shuddy Boy that I was trying to book Doug... Before I even finished saying that, he had booked a flight to Los Angeles. No, that's not true at all. It had been in the works. I did decide at the last minute to to come out there, but it was not so much for the Doug Benson thing as to be there for episode 420. The Doug Benson thing was a nice perk. All right, if you say so. Uh, but- Doug Benson, RSVP, and definitely... And the possibility of him RSVP and definitely uh, motivate you to an extent, but 
Yeah, dude, you were you were talking about it without him being on board necessarily. So, so how many days were, out, were you out here, Shuddy? Was that like three, four days? Uh, it was three full days, and then Thursday night, and most of the day on Monday. Uh, so yeah, Shuddy boy tried to plan three months worth of activities in <laughs> three a three day visit. All right, so here's what's going to happen. You guys pick me up at LAX. Uh, we'll go to Long Beach and do dinner. And then uh, I feel like maybe we can go do a nice night out in Malibu, maybe Disney World. Uh, I even suggested trying to get find a place to take an old-timey picture. Yeah, you had a lot on your rider that we had to check off. But I think we did a pretty good job. You seemed happy when I dropped oh, off the I airport. Was, I, I was. That bike ride was exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah, so we got some fun stuff in, but sh- I, like, despite the fact that Shuddy Boy's been coming out here and visiting for years, uh, for people not familiar with Los Angeles, it's a pretty well-spaced-out city. The traffic is notorious. It's and horrendous. If you, on any given day, if you're just like, huh, you know what, I need groceries and I need to stop at the post office. Three hours. That, that's your day. Oh. Congratulations, you have just fully booked one day of your life. Yep. If you have to work, you were. I don't think you can accomplish both of those things. So Shuddy Boy's spouting out all these fucking restaurants he wants to hit, and yeah, we'll do a game night, and episode 420, and uh, play some video games, and then go to Universal, and maybe Knott's Berry Farm, and maybe do a night at uh, Medieval Times. So we tried. We tried to accommodate as much as we could. How'd we do, Shuddy? Uh, you did very well. You did very well. And you still I, managed to have some time to get stoned out of your mind and veg lots out? Lots of time for that. Okay. So the first night was Thursday night. I picked up Shuddy from the airport, and then you came down and met me at my place in Redondo Beach, and we went out in Hermosa Beach around the pier. Which I was delayed getting in because people's pets had to be put on the plane. Yeah. The whole... Picking up Shuddy at the airport process was just completely fucked. Uh, well, your whole afternoon that day was pretty fucked. Yeah. I got, you got punched in the face. You got uh, you got scammed out of 200 bucks. Both of those are kind of inaccurate, but also kind of accurate. <laughs> um, I didn't get punched in the face. I got hit in the face during a, ba- a pickup basketball game. It was inadvertent, I think. It could have been on purpose, but it would have been... A- uh, it would been, a, I don't know, decent little sneak shot. I, it wasn't on purpose, so the guy apologized immediately. My jaw was fucking hurting and just aching for the next couple of days. And when I was leaving the gym to go pick up Shuddy, I uh, backed into a car um, and caused like the slightest fender bender. And it was a, a Spanish-speaking woman who couldn't speak any English, so uh, a fellow, I don't know, um, driver helped out with the translation he i guess he could speak english and in spanish and i was able to through him uh essentially work out a deal where she wouldn't report it to insurance and i would pay her two hundred dollars for a really small dent on her piece of shit car so i was pissed going to pick you up um i in a sense it, i was kind of lucky that i got delayed though or shuddy's flight got delayed sucked for you though but yeah, so we didn't we didn't start off Shuddy's um, visit on a good good note, but 
Um, we filled it in with some cool shit and definitely yeah. ended on a good note. When we went to Hermosa, that was when... We went to Hermosa twice. And we went to the pier and we got those bomb ice cream cookie sandwiches yep. that we Hell put yeah. up on the Instagram story for a little bit. Um, walked over to the pier and to Shuddy and Mai's delight, watched a cat follow Jeff and Jeff is terrified of any animal that isn't a dog. Mm-hmm. So watching just some harmless alley cat just slowly gingerly walk towards Jeff and him just go, oh, ah, 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 and freak out and get all scared was awesome. It, want, it wanted me to take it home, and I wasn't going to do that. And then the cat just drops down and starts eating itself out like a fucking human. Like sitting on his ass, like somebody sitting on a couch watching TV, bends over and just eats itself out right in front of all of us. Yeah. It was as, as if I was chilling with Oreos. He would, that cat was chilling with its own vagina. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The static is back. Try moving, that, try moving your laptop back off of those cords. Oh, no. Hold on, hold on. Check, check. Nice. That worked. Weird. Yeah, you pulled a Super Nintendo. Yeah. Just unplugged just it. Pulled, plugged it un- back in. Unplugged the, uh, the headphone amp. Blue We're in back the hole. In business. There we go. All right. Game clean, on. I can clean that up in post. Game on. So after what happened after the the cat ate itself out in front of Jeff aggressively? You and Shuddy had a little bit of a bromance. It got weird for me, and then we bounced. Uh, you guys were looking longingly at each other at the pier. I don't. That's revisionist history for sure. Yeah, well, was so is me getting punched in the face, but who's fucking keeping track, right? Well, it was a summation of what happened. I wasn't... You got hit in the face. I, I used punch as the adjective for the type of hit in the face it was, but I wasn't implying, like, you got sucker punched or in a fight. Fair enough. All right, I'm sorry. You guys didn't try to blow each other on the pier. That was... Uh, that was when we got that back. was an exaggeration. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's when you guys got back to Kevin. <laughs> that was Pop. when we were away from you. Fair enough. His words. So Saturday we took a trip down to Redondo. Well, what did we do? We went and saw Good Boys on Friday. Right, which we yeah, reviewed. Which we reviewed. Yeah. And Jeff was like, hey, we'll all just rent bikes and ride around on the beach. And yeah, I was there's like, a there's a bike shop a mile from my house. We you guys I'll ride down there. You guys just get bikes from there and we'll ride up the beach. Okay, Jeff, what time should we come down? Oh, never runs out of bikes. It doesn't matter what time you get here. There's actually two bike shops within a mile of my house. And I don't think I was that glib about it, but I was pretty glib. You know, I I, I expected there to be bikes the whole day. I've only rented bikes from the one bike shop I told you guys originally once, and it was mid-afternoon on a Saturday, and me and my couple, a couple of my friends rented bikes without any problems. So that was the only experience that I had, and I thought it was going to work that easily, and it didn't. Of course, so I, I blame me, Kevin's luck. Arts and Kevin Ubered from Jeff's house to the bike shop and got there, and they were out of bikes. And then they were like, you should try this other bike shop a mile away. They have a bigger fleet than ours. So Jeff rode ahead while we walked that mile, gets to the bike place, and then we get a text from Jeff. Oh, this We're five like... minutes from the bike place. This... We are, yeah, we have not. Thanks, Shuddy. We have almost... 
Great. Now, now Kevin's piss. There we go. Good job, Snack Morris. <laughs> Continue. I was just going to say we had almost completed the mile, so we were fully committed to what we had set out to do. And then we got the text message from you. Right. Sorry. Well, I got in line and waited um, for bikes, and I, we didn't have to wait too long after you guys got there. It was probably 15, 20 minutes. Not no, I don't even think it was that long. I think we spent more time waiting for Kevin to come back from trying to buy a hat than we did for the actual bicycles. Yep. Yeah, I wanted to get a hat because I was like, oh, fuck, I know my head's going to get sunburnt spending, like, hours riding around at the beach. So I was trying on – I went to the surf shop, and I'm putting hats on, and every hat I look like a fucking mongoloid. I have the weirdest shaped head on planet Earth. Like, every hat either looked way too big or way too small. And I – Arts was right there, and I was like, how about this one? He was like – in good faith, I cannot let you leave the store wearing that. <laughs> With every hat I tried on, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fine, let's get out of here. And then as we're walking out, walking out and getting back to you guys, and you sent the text like, oh, got the bikes, got all the bikes, we're ready. That was when Arts was like, all right, now I want to buy a hat. Yeah, he w- he went and brought a pretty cool hat. Like, at, uh, what was it, the American flag around a straw hat? Yeah. Good you move. You should have bought one of your I own. I, Arts can pull off more I didn't remember him having a hat when he met up with us. Well, I feel like you were intoxicated on marijuana for 95% of your trip. 97. So, yeah, your memory is going to be yeah, called Shuddy into Boy, question. Shuddy Boy was on East Coast time, and so was I, because every morning when he woke up for his morning cigarette, the wind just blew all the smoke back in the apartment. So I, I, that, was my, that was my morning alarm Do you, every day. Are you a, a light sleeper? Does that bother you? I'm not normally a light sleeper. Did you have your window open or was it blowing back through no, here? No, Shuddy Boy had no, the, had the door open the whole time. No, I wasn't closing the glass door. It was on me. I was a a, a piss-poor house guest in that regard. At least you owned up to it. <laughs> I'll let bygones be bygones. I, can't I wish you would have said something to me on... You know, the first time it happened, not on my last night there, or my last morning there. <laughs> and Shuddy Boy is, is like, waking and baking, so he was he was nice and toasty, I think, every second of his L.A. trip. Well, he's at yeah. 97%, so. Shuddy, what were some of the highlights of your trip that you were most excited or pumped about? The bike ride, you said? Um, I I really, really enjoyed the bike ride. Like, that was, when we talked about a bike ride, I could not have have thought up. It was it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the shit out of it. It did feel like a finish. Stranger Things callback. Like, I felt like I was in Stranger Things. Like, we should be looking for um, Eleven and some ghosts and ghoulies and yeah, goblins. There should be some sort of mission that yeah. we complete on the bikes. So the mission just ended up being like, we just kept riding and riding, and uh, the homie Melvin, Melvin Castro, uh, OG Puminati, he rolled up and just skateboarded next to us. Which like is, he kept up on a skateboard, which was pretty impressive. I thought that was kind of badass. Yeah, because because um, we did ten miles on the bikes, right. so he skateboarded ten miles with us. Jesus. And we went up a big ass hill, and he got up the hill. Well, you know, he walked up the hill, which isn't that much of an accomplishment. Yeah, that I hill guess, was but a fucking skated nightmare. back down. So we're we're riding the bikes hell. and taking like doobie breaks 
and just getting stoned behind the the bathrooms and stuff. And we taking we a rode... very casually paced bike ride up the Pacific Coast is what we did, and then. Melvin and Jeff decided to go to a brewery in El Segundo. And they're like, okay, now we just need to go up this street. And it was a massive hill. Well, after we got stoned and everybody was like, shit, I'm hungry. We need some lunch. And then Jeff was talking to me about some sandwich place. He's like, oh, they got the most fucking epic sandwiches ever. I didn't say that. This sandwich place kicks ass. No, oh, no, 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 no. I said there was a good sandwich spot in Manhattan Beach. I didn't exaggerate anything. Well, I don't know what you exaggerated because we didn't even fucking go there. No, we went to another place, which was pretty good. You enjoyed it, right? Oh, the brewery that didn't serve food? No. <laughs> we were there for two yeah. seconds and we went across the street to yeah, Rock and we were Bruce. like, what the fuck, Jeff? We just rode up that giant hill to go get lunch and we're here at a brewery that doesn't serve food. There's some Puminati that have been to El Segundo Brewery that would go to fucking bat for me and defend me in this case. They're... On the weekends, they are usually catered. They have uh, this place called Bart's Barbecue there that does the food, and it's f- so well-reviewed. It looks goddamn delicious, and it just wasn't there. I don't know what sure. you want me to do. Just, just like all those places never run out of bikes, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fair enough. All right. Fair enough. This place never runs out of bikes. This all place right. always has food. I mean, you're making it out to be a big deal. The bikes thing was more of an inconvenience <laughs> to the food thing. We just left and went to another place. Yeah. Not a big deal. It was across the street. Um, but I thought the lunch, well, I didn't even have, I had a liquid beer. Yeah, we went to the fucking Kiss's food, um, restaurant chain. Yeah. Rock and Bruce. Yeah. That was pretty solid though. It was good food. Yeah, I thought. I did enjoy that. I, I, I picked a bite of, uh, buddy of your guys' shit, but I don't know. Shuddy, what did you think of the restaurant? I was not a fan of the burger I got. I did really like, um... Those buffalo meatballs that Kevin and I got as an appetizer. Yeah, those were pretty. Those were pretty slamming. Those were those were worth it. I would have should have just gotten those for dinner. I thought for the, lunch. The hill was one of my favorite parts of Shuddy's trip. If it wasn't for Doug Benson, that would have been my favorite part because that shit was it hilarious. Was, it was so funny. So we got all of these rental bikes, and Jeff has his bike that his personal bike. So we see this hill, and we're like, oh, my God, this hill is epic. <laughs> it, is, it was a hot fucking day. We, were, we had already Arts. ridden, like, like, what, five miles at this point? So we're looking at this that, hill yeah. like, oh, my Christ. And Arts was ready to strangle you and throw your dead body in the ocean, I think. Yeah, he was pissed. As soon as he realized what we were doing, he because we, we were standing at the bottom of the hill uh, before we walked up it, and... He just threw his arms up in the air and went, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so yeah. Jeff is just like, oh, I'm booking it. I'm going to make it up this hill. So Jeff starts pedaling, and I'm like, all right, it's been a while since I've been on a bike, but I feel like I can keep up. I can ride up this hill. So we're riding up the hill, and I'm, I'm keeping a good pace. And then I was like, oh, wait a second. Bikes have speeds and shit. Let me just click this over so I'm not doing so much damn work that I don't have to do. And I ended up turning it the wrong way and put it at, like, the toughest gear possible. And it just stopped my momentum dead in its tracks. And I couldn't... I tried fucking with it, and it was, it was like, stuck or something. Right. And I was like, all right, fuck this. I'm walking it the rest of the way. And once you're off the bike in the middle of a hill, you never get yeah. back on. That's yeah, it. Yeah. You got to walk it up. So. Yeah, so that, that kind of fucked me. But I, I feel like I would have I made it up if I didn't turn the, the goddamn gears the wrong way. 
If you had a personal but, bike, you'd have been all right. Yeah. So when we got up up there and started heading towards food, at that point, Jeff became just overly excited of the prospect of riding back down that hill. Oh, yeah. I could tell that was that was at like the forefront of your mind. That, yeah. that was dominating all of your prominent thoughts. It was just, oh, now I'm going to get to go down that hill pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, bombing it down that hill was so much fucking fun. I was pumped up. How can you not be excited having to go up that fucking thing? Going back down, it's going to be great. It, it was, was pretty I sweet, right? That was some a old lot of fun going down yeah. that hill. <laughs> that was like old school fun. I was like, I feel like we should be going to like a, a convenience store now and buying those those little flavored gum things that come in the juice boxes. You remember those? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, I, I when we got about halfway down that hill, I started to have real reservations about the decision we had made because oh, I no. couldn't tell you the the last time I really bombed a hill on a bike was. 20 years ago and I ate it hard. <laughs> so I was just waiting for something to fucking happen on that beach cruiser, bombing it down that hill and, and did me we smoke, just ending up did we with smoke my another face joint just scraped before, before bombing the hill or did we smoke? Oh no, we smoked a joint afterwards. Yeah. After we bombed <laughs> no, yeah. That was our reward. Yeah. So after we made it and got back down to the beach, we, we sparked up another, another big fat doobie. And Shuddy Boy made it seem like he was gonna bomb this second like little hill, this like steep hill that goes into the sand of the beach. Yeah, it's a very sandy hill. And we were uh, like, Oh, Shuddy Boy's to, gonna but eat then shit. That was a decision I regretted immediately and, yeah, and I you, did panic and, and that's you when I hit out. the brakes. You pussed out in yep. front of everybody. I did I did puss out. In front of fucking Puminati. <laughs> and strangers like who stopped to see what I was doing. Yeah, because yeah. we're all at the bottom of the hill cheering you on, and I was expecting you maybe to like ride a wheelie down or something. Um, nope, rode the brakes down. But honestly, it wasn't that bad. If you ate shit in the sand, it would have broken the fall a little bit. But I hear I, didn't, I was afraid I was that I was going to you know, be hit it and fly over the handlebars and not hit the sand. I'm happy to... Like, my bad. And that would have been a, a terrible way for that day to end. Right. I'm happy you guys decided to do the bike trip thing because that's like one of my favorite things to do since being out here in California is getting high and riding around the on the or riding along the sand. Yeah, I mean, you living in a beach town, that's just like, yeah. Why wouldn't you have a bike, own a bike, and just go riding on the beach every weekend? Yeah, all the streets have like bike lanes and shit, so it's obvious every beach town is Which bike you friendly. Are very, you are a big big proponent of the bike lane absolutely i i every time i see someone ride a bicycle on the sidewalk i want to punch them in the side of the fucking head so if you see it walking down the street and it pisses you off just know i'm on the same page as you or if you see someone just riding if someone passes you on a sidewalk riding a bike know that if i was there i'd want to punch that guy in the fucking head i've yelled at a couple people before um, but I've obviously I've never gotten into a fight over it. But I hate it, dude. Especially in like Redondo Beach, Long Beach, Hermosa Beach. It's a fucking beach town, beach town, dude. There's a bike, there's a bike lane. Don't be on the fucking sidewalk with a bicycle. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's it's like a weird thing. I'm like way too passionate about. Yeah, probably shouldn't Jeff care. Yelled at every single one of us if we even spent like a split second on the sidewalk just to like veer off the road when the bike lane got super skinny. Yeah. Like, oh, 
Get the fuck off! Citizens arrest! I don't even think you should be off the... Uh, I don't think you should be on the sidewalk if there isn't, like, a designated bike lane. Obviously, you shouldn't be on, like, the freeway with a bicycle, but, like, I mean, if you're... if Anything besides a freeway, like, you shouldn't be on the road. Like, you ride a bicycle, so that belongs on the road, not a fucking sidewalk. If you want to walk the bicycle, then you can go Do on the get sidewalk. you equally pissed off when you see a skateboard or a scooter on a sidewalk? See, I'm confused about the whole skateboard thing. I... I can listen to arguments either way about the skateboard. The scooter, I don't know, I think scooters are kind of gay, honestly. Um, have you ever ridden one of the, the rental e-scooters? No. Oh, you would love it. They have a motor on them, right? Yes, they're electric powered. Okay, so I would, that's a bit of a different thing, and, and in that case, I don't think you should ever be on the sidewalk. I mean, those things go 15 miles an hour. Yeah, like effortlessly. So yeah. when you when you're maxing out on those things, they're I'm not gonna lie, they're fun. When they first came out, I was like, man, I hope all of you crash. But I I rented one with 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 our where our new studios are. There's a couple of good eating places, not really comfortably walking distance, but perfect scooter distance. So I was like, you know, fuck it, let me try one of these things out, and. I had a lot of fun on that thing. I'm Dude, not gonna lie. They look awesome. They they look like so much I mean, fun. You look you don't look awesome on them. The thing like is you look like the biggest chode in the world. Yeah, but there's a million of them out there, so like a whole bunch of people are riding them. And I feel like the 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 word is out about them. I think most people just understand that they're pretty sweet and they work in cities. They work know? in cities like Los Angeles where we don't have a huge mass transit system. Yeah. So like there are buses and a few scattered subway-ish type stations but they don't get you around like they do in new york so they kind of get you the rest of the way like if you take the subway and you still have like a mile to go to where your work is one of those scooters right there is the perfect solution um anyway kind of digressed but uh so shuddy boy all in all successful trip to la absolutely yes 100%. Yeah, it's always good having you having you uh in town. Especially for for big episodes like that. Yeah, that was so, huge. I got to try and book Denzel Washington for fucking episode 422 or something. <laughs> 840. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my line to Doug. It was like, "Fuck, man, if 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 you just happen to have like out of, to be out of town that week or you couldn't do it. It was just like, shit, I'm going to have to wait a thousand more episodes till we get to 1,420 <laughs> to try again. Yeah. You, but how, do you, how, how do you feel about podcasting in 20 years, Doug? Yeah, or we're going to have to sync <laughs> it up for uh, April 20th, but I'm sure his 420s are booked. Yeah. So uh, I, I was out of town for four or five days this week. I had a trip. I had to go to, to Austin. For my future brother-in-law's bachelor party. Austin, Massachusetts? Yeah. Austin. Oh, Boston. <sighs> Keep up, Shuddy. No, it's, it's Every Austin. Every time you've said it, I thought you said Austin, like you were going to Austin, <laughs> Texas. Hey, yeah, I made a, a road trip joke. You ever seen the movie Road Trip? Where Tom Green doesn't know, doesn't know if he's going to Austin or Boston, so he just says... And he always says the wrong one, wrong yeah. one in different ways. Oh yeah, ways. Austin, Massachusetts. She's like, <laughs> yeah. So that's why I did you, there. Don't My you bad. mean Boston? Went over your head, but it was it was a tough one. 
So my future brother-in-law and all of his buddies from college were planning a, a trip for his bachelor party. And I got invited. I'm in, you know, I'm one of the groomsmen. And I really like the dude. He's, he's a great dude. He's extremely nice. Him and my sister have been dating for like six or seven years. Um, the whole family loves him. We've been wanting the two of them to get married for a long time now. So do I want to go to Austin for five days in the dead of summer and with a, like a bunch of frat guys in their 20s? No. But I went because I wanted to, you know, just like a welcome to the family type thing. Like, yeah, I'm stoked you're marrying my sister. I'll, I'll go party with you. You have sure, to be part of it. it. Yeah. And he's a good boy. There's, it's not like he needs a chaperone from me. Like, oh, I can't do anything. I can't get crazy, guys, because my fucking, my my fiance's brother, older brother, is is, is watching. Yeah, I, I he, he's a good boy. He doesn't fuck around. He, I don't think he's ever even been to a strip club in his whole life. So I'm not worried. It wasn't like, oh, I got to keep an eye on this motherfucker. Did you pop a strip club cherry? No. Jeez. I hear Texas strip clubs are the best in America. How many bachelor parties have you went to? Uh, probably like three, maybe. Oh man, you're cooler than me. It was, and it was, it wasn't like let's go and do the typical typical bachelor thing. He just wanted to have like a cool trip with his boys and do some drinking. So Austin in August is Satan's taint. Yeah. Fucking five million degrees. Everyone's holy twi- shit. titties are sweating, right? Tits, back tits, yeah, ass cheek tits, everything. Sweat was pouring down my fucking legs everywhere we went. Yeah, it my, boiled alive. My friend told me about this. He's like, dude, it's gross. Like you're just sweating the whole time. And I was like, oh man, dude, why would you want to put yourself through that? And I was like, well, everyone there is dealing with it. Yeah, and it's a fucking great town, dude. It's it was super hot. It was so hot. It was. Physically painful being yeah. in the sun. I believe you. Bando, one of uh, the Puminati elite, is he lives out in Houston. That yeah, was like the first thing that he mentioned is yeah. that, like, dude, it's fucking hot. Yeah. It's hot in yeah, Texas. He Bando has it worse because he's so close to the ocean that Houston is humid hot. It's awful in the summer. Interesting. I didn't know that. So, like, these, these dudes have all known each other since college and... They're all big drinkers, big partiers. The I don't know if they were in frats, but they were they were all kind of fratty. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So like, beer pong was being played all at the any time. given a given moment at the Airbnb. The Airbnb was like a two bedroom apartment, but big, big, big living room. So I I was one of the people that got couched, and. Uh, there wasn't too much time spent in there. A lot of it was spent just bar hopping. Uh, but anytime in the house, beers, shots, beer pong. And uh, these motherfuckers do not sleep. The young, though. If you remember back in, back in your 20s, you could probably go that hard. Yeah. I mean, I'm j- not in my 20s. I could not keep up. They, they, would, they would drink all night into the morning hours. Go to sleep, and then up at 7 o'clock in the morning, pounding more beers. I was like, oh my goodness, none of you fucking people have even taken a nap! How far out of <laughs> college are they? How many years removed, I guess? Maybe f- four or five, maybe, I think. 
Okay. Because I think they were all like 27-ish. So they can still kind of return back to their glory days. Oh, yeah. I'm a little too old now. But up until like, I, yeah, again, like 27, 28, I could like, you know, get the old fastball yeah. back. If I'm, if I, and if I'm going off of four hours of sleep and I start drinking at 7 a.m., I'm needing multiple naps. See, I'm still weird. Like, I'm weird, and I'm, I can, I don't sleep much when I drink. So, if I don't have marijuana, which I wouldn't, right, out in, you didn't have any weed, right, out in Texas, or were you guys able to find any? I may have, uh, all right, all right, had some enough. edibles with me. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I got, I got, um, some, some of those almonds and some of the peppermint patties. Okay, well, if I was going to go out there, I probably wouldn't have any weed, so I would just be all jacked up on adrenaline and booze. So, I, I wouldn't need to sleep much either. I'm not a big sleeper anyways. Um, I, I'm not like scale of zero to ten. How crazy was this bachelor party compared to the, the other two that you're at? Mm, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't crazy as in like events. It was just a constant steady stream of drinking. Mm-hmm. There were no like epic moments. Like there's nothing I have to, like that went on that I was like, ooh, couldn't. Couldn't talk about that on the podcast. Yeesh. Yeah, it was just tons of drinking. I don't think that's how this podcast works. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can say anything here. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, just, Yeah, you can't it, snitch on him. Yeah, there, there was nothing to snitch on him or any of his homies. Like, It wasn't like debauchery. It was, how was just endless fucking beer. How was the Austin tale? I know that's a very crass and crude way to put it, but was there beautiful women out and about? Oh, yeah. I hear. Oh my goodness! I hear yeah. Austin's a lovely town in that sense. Yep, I've never been, but I know Dallas is fucking sick in that sense. And nobody at any of those bars was fucking with me. <laughs> no. They're like, "Oh my god, look at this fucking old fart." Well, yeah, and like, I feel like everyone knows Californians are good looking, but I think Texans are like low key kind of good looking. Oh and, yeah, and the fuck yeah, the Texan chicks are usually going after like rugged Texan dudes, right? So like nerds. City slickers from us coming out of town. We have no fucking chance out there. Yeah, I don't own well, anything Austin with is the. Probably, uh, if there's any place that that would probably not be the norm or would be more normal would be Austin. Yeah, it's the most liberal Texan city. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, were you on Sixth Street? We went to, yeah, went to 6th Street. We were close to 6th Street. Went and got a tour of the Chive offices for that website, the Chive. Oh, you were serious about that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw that on Instagram. I didn't know if that was like a, a joke caption or if that was legit. No, that was for real. Because I guess those guys all love that website. And I get they probably went to it all the time in college. And that was like their thing. Like, hey, do you see that crazy shit on the Chive? <laughs> it was like... Our e-bombs world or yeah, college humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think the chive has filled that void. <laughs> okay. So we, we go there, and it was that was cool. Like their, their office looks like the typical Silicon Valley thing that you would expect. You know, lots of decorations, very loose. It was kind of reminded me of like Grandma's Boy. You know, there's just like all those cubicles like full of tchotchkes and trinkets and crazy shit all over the walls. And they give you a beer for the tour. Nice. Yeah. They had like a bar there. Yeah, yeah. I in the living social offices, they had ping pong tables and a keg and and a video like a TV set and, and video games. And they have a slide in there, and you can go down the slide. That's pretty sick. I put it on my Instagram story, and like I filmed it first person view, and 
I, I start filming, I go down the slide, and I get, I gain speed exponentially. Like, I just start flying immediately. And I'm zooming towards the end of the, on, end of the slide, and I'm like, all right, I'm about to just fly off this thing like a rocket and barrel into everybody. So I put my feet down to try and stop it, and it just went like, <laughs> There's smoke coming off my ass. <laughs> I got fucking... All you, everybody could smell like, oh... I burned my asshole. Yikes. I had burn marks on the asshole of my pants. So your dingleberries are no more? Yeah. Nice. Uh, then what do we do? So, uh, and then just like lots of bar hopping again. And then one was- day we rented a boat and went out on Lake Travis. That could have so been cool. We we rented like one of those pontoon boat things. And when we get to Lake Travis... They, I guess our boat hadn't come back yet, so we had to just sit outside and wait. And that was the hottest day that I was there. I was sweating milky white because I was sweating all my sunscreen off. Oh, like that's man. how much I was sweating. Like I was just drenched, dripping, hair fucking matted to my head. How much did you have to like? How often did you have to lather yourself up with sunscreen? Uh, a couple of times, and I did multiple coats. <laughs> nice, got a better safe than sorry. Yeah, it worked. I didn't get burned, but uh, so when we get out on the lake, they basically just scoot off somewhere and find like a cove where all these other boats all dock and everybody parties. So the the guy, the captain, was telling us the plan is we're gonna latch on to other boats, other party boats. And then it's just, it all forms one super boat. And everybody just has free reign to go on everybody else's boats and shit. Man, that sounds awesome. Yeah. No? I mean... <laughs> no? I mean, it, it, in yes, on paper, that is awesome. For Kevin Kraft, who can't talk to strangers... Mm, you didn't make any new friends? No. Texans are supposed to be really nice. I mean, my experience, they are nice. I'm just a conversational black hole. I can't... Yeah. Make small talk. I don't know what it is. I, I have nothing to talk to strangers about. Hmm. Nothing. I feel like you have a lot of random hobbies that if you just throw them out there, here or there, some of them should pick up. There's I don't know about no in Texas. One, yeah, there's nobody on that lake that was like, hey, do you read that new fucking uh, Guardians of the Galaxy comic? That shit's crazy, right? <laughs> what do you think about the Hellboy reboot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody there was fucking young. <laughs> fucking pussy. In shape, yeah. tan. Yeah. And here's my fucking doughy, pasty ass. Like, hey, guys, yeah, who wants some sunscreen? I have me at 50. <laughs> Oh great! They brought a guy we can give a wedgie to. Yeah, like, I have. I I am such a conversational black hole that other people can't make small talk with me. Yikes, bro! I don't know what it is. I I, I can't. Did people try to talk to you and then it not go well and then leave? No, or I broadcast were you just it by yourself. It's just people take one look at me and they're like, "Yeah, you I, suck. I'm not I'm interested. Not, I'm not talking to this motherfucker. <laughs> not interested. He's wearing a wire." Or it's just yeah. not cool somehow. I don't know. <laughs> Can't really put my finger on it, but I'm so gonna stand over here. I I decided to get into the edibles. Sure. So I, I I chomped down a couple of those almonds, and then they hit, and I'm like, and that that was when we like docked up with people, and they just like saw this group of girls because a lot of these a lot of the dudes on that trip were single, yeah. and this one dude is like, uh. 
I was going to make a reference that only Shuddy Boy would get. But I, I have a buddy who was... Make ex- it. I want to hear it. He was an Eskin. Okay. Like Will Smith so, and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air aggressive? Is, this is my, my buddy uh, who I, I knew, knew know in Jersey, and he's just... He's like a good-looking dude. He's fit. And he, he... When we were friends, like hanging out all the time before I moved out here, was kind of just a walking boner. Like... Everything was just chicks, 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 chicks. Was he good with them, or did you just talk about him a lot? I think he did. He did okay. And this kid was kind of the same way, like good-looking dude, in shape, and there's his priority list is two things: pussy and pussy. So he's just like, I see chicks. We're going over there. Come on. So like, in between us is like. Three SS sausage, so just boats of dudes, and I think one of them was like a gay cruise because it was all these dudes that were just completely ripped but in like thong speedos just dancing with their hands in the air. (laughs) So it's like you have to cross a sea of sausage to get to these chicks. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to hang back and see how this goes (laughs) for them. Yeah. And they they got like started making small talk on their way and then got hit, hit a roadblock and just got in a conversation with all these dudes. And I was like, all right, I made the right choice. So the edibles kick in and I get the munchies and I look in this snack bag and there's a huge bag of Doritos. So I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Doritos fresh. Nobody's even cracked into this bag yet. So I start eating them and I'm eating them. And then I'm like, Oh shit, I'm eating way too many Doritos. I damn near ate like three quarters of the bag. And now I have Cheeto dust all over my face. Oh, no. And my fingers. <laughs> and now I get, like, the craziest heartburn ever. So, like, I'm trying. I'm like, oh, fucking. Oh, okay, come on. Oh, mind over matter. Just fucking get through this. Power through. Oh, fuck. Nope, we're not powering through this. So, oh, like, fuck. my face starts turning all red. Oh, and I'm breathing all weird. And I'm getting this stuff where I'm trying to burp and, like, and, like, this clear like schmegma's coming up and I'm like You're Fleming? Yeah, and I'm leaning over the side of the boat just spitting shit out. So that's everybody else is like rushing off to try and talk to chicks. I'm, I don't get why chicks don't want to talk to you. I'm hanging over the side of the boat covered in Cheeto dust, just fucking barfing <laughs> slime. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ spitting up pus. So then like yeah. some time goes by, the the, the heartburn subsides and I look out and everybody's swimming in the lake. So the boat we're on was like a two-story one and it had a water slide. And I was like, man, I really just, I fucking love water slides. Yeah. I want, I want, I want, I want in the water. I want in. And they, people were renting these lily pad things, like these, just these big floating mats. Mm-hmm. And one had flown underneath where our slide is. So I was like, all right, well, that's, that's obscured. I'll just grab a beer and hop in the lake with everybody. So I hop in, crack the beer, start chugging it. And then I'm looking around and there's just like hot chicks all over the place in bikinis. And I'm floating and I'm, I'm holding on to a, a, a life vest. A noodle. Oh. Because <laughs> the guy was like, don't, don't think it makes you look like a pussy. Grab a life vest and go in the water. <laughs> And then you don't have to worry about paddling and keeping yourself afloat, and you can just drink. Yeah. And I look out, and it was just a sea of red. Everybody was just strong-arming. Nobody was really wearing them. They were just holding on to them. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, fuck it. Because you I'll know what would make you look like more of a pussy? That'd be drowning. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that would, that'd be way worse than wearing a life jacket. 
So I, once I get in the water, and the water is just super warm, it's like bath water, mm-hmm. and I'm floating, and I'm just like, you know what? This is nice. This is really nice. Those edibles were really hitting me, and I'm like, I don't know how many times I've been like rocked on edibles and floating in water, but I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was really nice. So we only had the thing for like three hours, and fucking captain of the boat is like, saw me digging into the edibles and shit. He's like, hey, those like edibles? I'm like, yeah. He's like, mind if I crush some of those? I was like, sure, go ahead. Here, take some. He's like, can I have a couple? I was like, sure. <laughs> Knock yourself out, Captain. <laughs> so we had, I think we had three or four hours with the boat. So when he sounded the alarm, I'm like, all right, guys, it's time to, time to head back. We're, we're, we're on the drive back from the party cove to the docks. And this dude, I could tell, is just tanked. He's fucked up. Oh, yeah. These edibles kicked him right in his nuts. You should have tried to haggle a couple extra hours out there on the lake with Doritos and, and edibles. Okay, just so let us got, run a little extra. I think he got what he wanted. <laughs> so, uh, and then I got, let's see, what else? I'm trying to just taking a quick peek at my notes here. Um, so, the final day, we had to be out of the Airbnb at 11. Everybody's flights were at like 11 or noon or 1. My flight, 8.30 p.m. So do you have a nice little Austin day to yourself? Yeah, but I also had all my shit, and it was Mm. 1,000 degrees. (laughs) Yeah. So what I did was at 11, when I had to be out of the Airbnb, I just called an Uber to take me to a Starbucks. Yeah. And I just sat in a Starbucks, and I downloaded a whole bunch of shit on my iPad and just watched like six hours worth of shit on my iPad that I downloaded off of Netflix. That's that's too bad. It's kind of a waste of a day, but... Well, I mean, leading up to this, you know, the work's been super busy, and then Shuddy Boy coming out, uh, it wasn't like, like, Shuddy Boy's here. Let's relax and watch TV all day. It's like, you know, we're we're running around, we're driving places, we're going out to eat, we're... It was, it was a busy weekend, and yeah. then, you know... Interviewing Doug, that was kind of stressful for me because I was nervous and I really wanted it to be a good show and I felt a lot I felt a lot of pressure, you know, building up a lot of hype for episode 420 and then I just took a shot in the dark trying to book Doug Benson and then, oh, fuck, it actually came through. I'm the dog and I caught the car I was chasing. Shit. Yeah, and you fucking killed it, hosting, and, you know, it made it real easy on me and Shuddy just to get fucked up and get high on weed and 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 kind of chill. <laughs> you know, I know we both did our part and 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 tried to obviously produce and and add to the conversation, but you killed it with Doug Benson. I feel like it was solid performances all around. So episode four twenty couldn't have gone better. Then we got more stoned with Doug off after the show. Like him and his girlfriend hung out for like another half hour at least. Mm-hmm. And we we smoked more, and we were goofing off, and then it's Doug left, and then we we're like, oh shit, now we have to do Patreon. So we did an almost hour-long Patreon show, then I got to get all that shit edited, and then back to work, and then it's off to Austin to where, again, a situation where there's just no relaxing. It's bar to bar to bar yeah. to bar. Drink, 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 drink. Stuff your fucking face with barbecue. Drink more, drink more. Shots, drink more. Oh, going on a boat. Like, there was no downtime. So... It was a little welcomed to sit in a Starbucks for six hours and gotcha. watch, watch Netflix. Uh, it sounds like you had one of the greatest weeks in recent memory, though. You had nothing bad happened, right? 
and usually something bad happens on a trip or or an adventure that you take and it seems like it all went smoothly in that sense yeah you know yeah it was i mean no one got beat up at the bachelor party right no because the bachelor party i went to uh one of the door guys punched the fucking groom in the head oh fuck it was just hilarious i didn't see it he doesn't remember it but one of our friends remembers it and just tells an amazing story about it yeah, Canadians. It can be aggressive in Montreal, I guess. Yeah, uh, I it, that that whole scene just wasn't really my thing. Like bar hopping to me has never been a real like I don't know pastime your, of mine. Yeah, I would have been a pig and shit. Oh yeah, that that was that was Jeff Clark territory. But for me, I don't know. I uh, I never saw the much of the appeal in bars because it's like okay. Go to this bar. Uh, it's going to be super crowded. You're going to have to fight over people to get your order in at the bar. The drinks are insanely overpriced. And if you want to talk to anybody, you have to scream at the top of your lungs. And they're going to ask you, what? 5,000 times, you're going to have to repeat yourself. Um, like I established earlier, I don't talk to strangers. So <laughs> yeah. what the fuck am I going to do? So it was kind of just like I was running out the clock. Yeah. I think this is more of like your club take, though. I thought you were chill with bars, at least when you were younger. Obviously not now. It doesn't work. No, my thing was more um, like house parties and stuff. Like I would rather drink at someone's house or have people come to my place and drink than go out to a bar. But you guys, you uh, and Shuddy were like bar regulars in your... your area, right? Not really. No? I'm tripping? I mean, in the Kutztown days, we we just drank. I was, and when he would come out here to visit, then he would go to the bar with us, but... I more I more preferred when we would have house parties at Dominic and Bonbon's house. Gotcha. Well, I went to college in Queens, so we threw some pretty sick house parties in my college house, and there were some good house parties around the campus. But then when, you know, when we're all twenty one, it was always we're always going to Manhattan. You know yeah. what I mean? And we're always going bar hopping, and that's kind of, in a sense, what I grew up on. One of the major questions that I had for you was, what was the highlight meal of the bachelor party? We went to a Bitchin' Steakhouse in Montreal when I went. Did you guys go to a steakhouse, barbecue spot? Well, there's what did this, you do? there's this barbecue place, Franklin. Yes. You Did you go there? Yeah. But what we did was, these, these dudes did their research, and you hired them. people camp out outside of Franklin's daily. It's a five-hour wait, is what yeah. I hear, if you do it yourself. Yes. Like the Popeye chicken sandwich right So now. they called ahead a couple weeks in advance and put in an order for, like, pounds of brisket. And tons of pulled pork and shit. I want to hang out with these guys. Experts. Well done. That brisket was the most delicious brisket I've ever had in my life. And the pulled pork? Most delicious pulled pork I've ever had in my life. Every phenomenal. Yeah, I really want to go to Franklin Barbecue. I know, I heard the other way to do it is that there's a few kids that will just wait in line. You pay them like, I think like 10 or $20 an hour or some shit, and they'll just wait in the line for you. Um... We went to this place. I think one of the Puminati knows about it. It's in Dallas, Pecan Lodge, and the fucking line was like probably an hour and a half, two hours long. But we jumped it by just ordering six pounds of meat like up front. Um, so that's the way to do it. And it sounds like Jeff yeah. is his name. Yeah. And his homies had it well figured out and well planned. Yeah. Because that could have been a fucking a day killer. You know, if you just went like, oh, let's go to Franklin Barbecue and just like rolled up there. Can, oh my you god! Been in line forever, and ev- it's it's not like an inside line. You're waiting oh, outside yeah. in the sweltering fucking heat. Yeah, 
man, I saw some person in the way back of the line had their fucking baby in a car seat. I was like, oh, God. You scumbag. Come on. Mm. At least find someone to watch the baby. You're going to keep a baby outside in 100-degree weather for hours and hours and hours? You know what? Fuck that little kid. Toughen up now, baby. This is what it's like in Texas. It gets hot. You're going to have thick skin. You either toughen up or turn into beef jerky, baby. (laughs) Serves you right for being a pussy baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe I'm being insensitive, but I feel the Texan waiting in the fucking barbecue line. So, uh, oh, so I, this morning when I woke up, I got like a, a, I got a delivery that was in like a a, a hard, not hard, but like a, you know, shipping envelope. So I got my, my comic out of it and I folded the envelope up and I opened up the trash can. The trash can's kind of full. So I just put it on the top and then pressed down to compress it all. And a whole bunch of fucking smoke came out. Out of the envelope? No, out of the trash can. I was like, "What?" The oh yeah, I was. I, I noticed that you were missing, yeah. you were missing a trash I was like, can. What, today. what the hell? And I, like, it just I push it down. A big puff of smoke comes out, and I'm like, "I didn't throw out a bunch of smoke. What the hell is this?" So I I lean in to inspect it without even thinking any further, and as my face goes into this giant cloud, I look and I see the mold, and the trash was just filled with fucking mold. I, I was gone for four days, and the thing turned into a goddamn petri dish from the CDC. And you have no further information, right? It's just you no, came was, home and there was mold in it. Yeah, and that's it. Old you mold. Deal with it. Old mold that's just turned into a giant fucking spore cloud in my face when I pushed down. I'll tell you what. This is a random thing, but I feel like your garbage is extra stinky from time to time. I know that doesn't make much sense because no one's garbage smells good, right? Obviously, but. I feel like more often than not, it smells like something's rotting in there. So I think that's definitely a, lot a good of times, move. There is something rotting in there. It's like discarded chicken that I threw out. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I don't know half the shit in your refrigerator is uh, around the expiration date. Hey, it's a safe bet. You but got yeah, this so long I... ass joint from the 420 episode. Can I fire this thing back up, or is it no longer smokable? I. I it's a, a weak old roach. That's. Smokable, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, uh, when I noticed that it was mold, and I'm like, oh, shit, I just inhaled like a whole bunch of mold, sp- mold spores. I saw that it had spread. not out. It got out of the trash bag and was growing on the actual trash can. So I just bear-hugged the entire trash can and threw it in the dumpster. That's why when you showed up today, there was no trash can there, just a trash bag on the floor. So if I turn into a zombie... Or disappear or die. Yeah, it was the mold. We have this documented. Uh, Man, I'm so jealous. You went to Austin. You went to Franklin Barbecue. One of my one of my good friends who you've met, uh, SoCal resident. He moved to Austin for a job with his wife and kids, and has been inviting me out there. So I really want to get out there, dude. And sounds like a sick time for. I would go not in the summer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I was thinking about going there actually in a couple weeks, but. Still right around the summer. Actually, technically, it's the summer. So, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, so, I did get to watch some stuff, like I said, on the old iPad. Um, I watched, this is going to mean nothing to you, Jeff, possibly something to Shuddy Boy. They put out an Invader Zim movie. I don't, yeah, I don't know what that means. 
So Invader Zim was a Nickelodeon cartoon after my time. It started uh, in 2003, I believe, and it ran for a couple of years. I think it ran like three seasons maybe on Nickelodeon, so it ended in, in 2006. So obviously I wasn't watching fucking Nickelodeon when I was 21 when it came out, but it, it gained like a huge cult following. And I remember seeing shirts for sale all the time and like Hot Topic and shit and pe- seeing people wearing the merch. And I was always like, aesthetically, I like the way the show looks. I like the animation style. I like the color choices. I heard good stuff. So I bought like a couple DVDs of it and it turned out to be sick. It's did, such an awesome show. Did you shop a lot at Hot Topic? When I was younger, yeah. Yikes, man. Yep. So did I. I wonder why it's hard for you to make conversations, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> So the the cartoon is basically Zim is an alien, but he's like a bumbling moron alien, and the other aliens don't like him. So they send him to Earth to get it prepared for an invasion, but they really just wanted to get rid of him. So it's basically a bumbling moron alien trying to take over the world disguised as a human, and the only person that knows he's an alien is his next-door neighbor. And no matter how much proof this kid gathers on him, nobody believes that Zim is an alien. Because he looks like a human. Kind of. Not really. Like, it's the worst disguise ever. But, like, it's... That's part know, of the whole thing? Yeah, it's funny. It's goofy. It's weird, but also super creative. And if you're into sci-fi and shit, as goofy as it is, it's still like, oh, that was clever. That was cool. I like that. The animation style was super slick and especially cool for, for 2003. And it's had a cult following for years. And I never get sick of that show. I have I have the whole series on DVD, and I bust it out every once in a while and just... It's it's a good show to get stoned and, and watch. And out of nowhere, I just start seeing the creator who I follow on, on Twitter tweeting about how there's a Zim movie coming. But this guy is super weird, and he's always just... You can never tell if he's joking or being serious. And then one day I see like a teaser trailer for it. I'm like, oh my God, there actually is an Invader Zim movie coming. So it, it finally dropped, and I downloaded it on my iPad and watched it in the airport. And man, if you're... Like Invader Zim, if you enjoyed Invader Zim, this is a blessing from heaven. It was fucking awesome. It was perfect for what you could want from an Invader Zim movie. It was like an hour and 15 minutes, super funny. Um, You know, when you do a a series about an alien trying to take over the Earth and he's constantly like either fucking it up himself or someone else is spoiling it for him, that's your lane. You just stay in that forever because the series has to keep going. But when you're doing like a movie, you can go balls to the wall with it. And it, it, I loved it. How many Invader Zim dicks are you going to suck? I will give them this. I'm calling a flagrant foul on Tard That Tune ripoff for one part of it. Okay. If anybody watches it. Is that a full dick deduction? No, but you'll, you'll know it when you see it. Be like, wow, that is flippity floppity Tard That Tune plampity plampum. But Any chance they stole it from you? Maybe. Any chance? I'd say slight. Not great. I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. But uh, I would say 4.25 Invader Zim dicks. Holy smokes. Yeah. So more I entertaining was... than the Rocco's Modern Life one. Well, I fell asleep in that. You finished it, we right, Shuddy? We both Shuddy? did. Oh. No, yeah. we both fell asleep. Shuddy Boy and I tried to watch the Rocco's Modern Life movie. Another Nickelodeon cartoon making a comeback. But uh, I fell asleep in the first 15 minutes. I don't know how long Shuddy lasted. 
Was that not much longer than that? How much of that was due to you being tired, and how much is due to that not being very enjoyable? It was hard to follow because of how tired I was and Fair stoned. Enough. All right, it's a non-answer. But, but I'll I, try to give it another shot. It's a non-answer I answer. I was never the biggest Rocco's Modern Life fan. No, no I didn't. Did like you it watch either. it? You didn't like it at all. I think I know what it is, and I think I hated it. Oh my! Let me He's look. He's a it up. wallaby. I definitely don't know what that is. Rocco. And his friend's a turtle. That sounds like Modern. um. Sal Rosenberg from Jerky Boys. See, I think my brothers watched it, and I just I used to make fun of them about it. Um, yeah, I think that's how it was. I kind of remember this. You know, I don't remember hating it though. I think it was all right, whatever. But it was when I started getting out of cartoons. I want to say. And then I set an alarm this morning so I could wake up early and watch Dave Chappelle Sticks and Stones before I went to work. Okay, I watched it before you got here. What'd you think? I loved it. Yeah. I mean, he's the GOAT, right? <laughs> Is he the GOAT now? I, I, he gets my vote. Yeah. I would need someone... I would appreciate someone's opinion who's been around for a while and kind of weigh in on these things. But he's on the Mount Rushmore of comedians. One, yes. One, no one would dispute that. I don't know if anyone's better. I don't think, I don't think so. Shuddy, what do you think? Dave Chappelle is either Gabriel Iglesias. Oh, no joke answer, Shuddy. Uh, yeah, he's good. I haven't, I don't really haven't watched any of his stand up. What does what he do have you, now? Like five recently? Five Netflix specials now? He has like ever four. One of them came with two episodes. Yeah, actually, no, two of them did. Right? I thought one of them did. There was uh, Equanimity and. The Love Below. <laughs> no, that's the, that's a double Outcast album, you know. Well, speaker oh, box yeah, and the yeah, Love yeah, Below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Took not, me a minute. Yeah. Uh, deep cut. I I thought there was the first release. One was in Austin, and one was in L.A. The second release was just a, a DC appearance, and then this past one, Six oh, and the Stones, bird, was Atlanta. The Bird Revelation yeah. and Equanimity were released together, right? And then Deep in the Heart of Texas, live at Austin City Limits. And the one from the comedy store? Yep. Right? Yeah. Okay. And then Stick, Sticks and Stones is the fifth? Well, Shuddy, I mean, you got you to gotta see it. You got to see it. You got to see. I would obviously recommend all of those five. But killing, I think Killing Them Softly is the best 60 minutes of stand-up ever put together. I really like Robin Williams live on Broadway. Chris Rock's Bigger and Blacker is epic. Uh, but I don't really know of anything else that belongs in the conversation. At least not for me. I I mean, killing him softly is just I think the best stand up. And sticks and stones is awesome. Yeah, I thought the way he paced it and like how he came out, like he just kind of came out swinging and he just went right for it. Um, he made like a lot of jokes and joked about things I tried to, but obviously I'm not as funny. <laughs> Didn't do it as successfully. But I feel him on some of the LGBT commentary. He's getting killed right now by Vice. Vice is canceling him. I saw a lot yeah. of people are trying to cancel Dave Chappelle. And what makes it which what makes him so great 
is that he actually and obviously does not give a fuck. He doesn't, he truly just doesn't care. And Joe Rogan was talking about it recently on his podcast because they did like a, they're doing a tour together and they did like a uh, uh, combined show. And he's just, he's like no one else. Like he, he keeps his cell phone on him, but he doesn't really ever use it. And he lives in like a fucking farm in Ohio and he's just a random guy in, in an actual, in a, and and an individual above all uh, excuse me above all other things so i mean he tries and and perfects the type of comedy that almost no one out there can or tries to get away with and this sticks and stones was just an extension of that like he, yeah. he fucking kills it you know who is who is making like a beeline for close to the mount rushmore is fucking Burt Kreischer. My God, I've seen him live a handful of times now, and he's rock solid. Does he still have? The, does he do the shirt off? Everyone? Yeah. I I saw him do a show with Boognish one time. It was like me, Boognish, and maybe three other people in the audience. And Burt came out and just got so giddy at the thought. That he was, he was like, this is the fucking greatest day of my life. I can't believe we are going to go fucking crazy. I got five people in the audience. We're getting weird. And he just crushed for five people. And when I saw him recently at the comedy store, he was just phenomenal. The guy, I, 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 I forget if I said this on the podcast, but dude next to me, I got paired with, with some other loner. And they stuffed us back by the women's room. Yeah, I put these virgins in the same yeah. <laughs> the same table. So this, like, everybody is pissing themselves laughing. The dude next to me is laughing his ass off. Dude was Asian. Bert starts doing Asian jokes, and the Asian dude is laughing even harder. Bert wraps up his set and gets a standing ovation from the entire room. Dude next to me was one of the first people to just shoot out of his seat, clapping and screaming and yelling. And then he sits down, and the, the, you know, the host comes out to introduce the next comic, and the guy leans over me, and he was like, who was that guy, Bert something? And I was like, wait, you don't know who that was? Oh, that's like, you awesome, just, though. You just saw Bert Kreischer, like, sight unseen. Like, wow, that's, that's are, awesome. Aren't you kind of envious of that? Yeah. Because as excited as he got, and, like, that's your first experience with him? Like, yeah. Like, you're legit, and, like, that's going to... That's going to be your favorite comedian moving forward. That's but, awesome. Yeah, so Sticks and Stones, I loved. That was yeah. great. And while I was watching it, he does touch on stuff where you're like, ooh, this could get you in trouble. But like, I don't like Like you said, Vice is killing him. It's fucking, I guarantee you, it's just one dickhead from Vice trying to get clickbait, shit, shitting on Chappelle. I, I really feel like the word police thing is... Donna's dying breath. It's getting there, and I feel 95% of it is people virtue signaling who don't even really buy into it. They're just yeah. like, oh, sure, yay, woke, ugh. There's, get, get the fuck out of here. Like, there's shit. epic pandering, and it's in all different forms of media and coverage and, and, and topics. Like, sports has its own issues with it, and obviously culture and politics does as well. But, like, what... You know what makes Dave Chappelle so great, or I guess a by byproduct of him being so great, is the fact that he kind of transcends these jokes and its controversy, and it's almost like he, he like he's above it and like its own entity. Like 
he can talk about it, whereas other comedians can't because it's Dave Chappelle, you know? Like, I don't know. It's it, it's awesome watching a master work and, and him touching on the subjects that, I again, I try to joke about and would like to joke about and um, have a... a a tough time doing it on a podcast, but can do it, you know, amongst homies on a couch. But the fucking doing it in front of a sold out arena and putting it on Netflix, like it's a bad motherfucker, and it's it's sick. It was it was an awesome performance. I am not gonna, I don't, you know, we talked about this at length probably, but I'm not gonna grade it or really compare it to anything else. It's, yeah, it's, it's just great, awesome. Chappelle. Yeah. You should see it. You, if you're listening to this, you have Netflix. Yeah, yeah, probably. So why not just watch it? Honest. You don't have to pay any extra for it. Right. It's fucking streaming right in your living room. And like, yeah, so Shuddy, please watch it. You, sh- you should see his Killing Him Softly or, or what's the other one he did in San Francisco that was fucking awesome. Before Chappelle's show and before, I guess he went crazy. I don't even know how crazy he went, right? Yeah, because he still has, like, in one of his Netflix specials, he was like, one of these days I'm going to tell you about it. Right. So yeah, he's still, so he's still holding on to yeah. whatever made him go to South Africa. Which is, like, he's seriously got another two hours of comedy left. Like, if everything, if every joke fails from here on out, it's like, oh, I'll just tell South Africa. Yeah, just yeah. That, I'll just tell that story for two hours. Yeah. I don't know, and he's, he's, he's a grinder, dude. You told, you, I think you talked about it on this podcast, or definitely told me how he, there was a secret show that wasn't so secret. Everyone kind of knew it was Chappelle and the secret show sold out inside of like, I don't know, inside of a day because the word got out with Chappelle yeah, yep. and it turned out to be like an eight hour, nine hour Chappelle. Yeah. He, he, he show, right? Performed until 6am. Right. And after like watching, cause I got caught up on his other specials that I didn't watch. Like I, I think when I brought it up on the podcast, you were like, wow, could you have like sat through that? And I was like, I think I could have. Now I know I could have. Yeah. Like, I could, I don't know at what point I would tap out and be like, I can't handle any more Dave Chappelle comedy. Like, my other thing is that, like, I wouldn't want to, him to see me walking out. Cause I, like, again, like, how we started off talking about it, this is how I really feel. And I felt for a long time, like, he's the GOAT. Like, he's in the Michael Jordan, Derek Jeter, Leonardo DiCaprio tier of, like, celebrity for me. Like, if I'm sitting there, there's no way, like, he could remember that, or not maybe not remember it, but be like, "What the fuck? Like, you're that's it, dude. You're done." Like, I would never, I would never walk out on Dave Chappelle. Honestly, I would never walk yeah. out. Like, my parents have went and saw Dave Chappelle. Like, I grew up loving Dave Chappelle. Like, he's, I don't know, he's, and in a lot of ways, maybe an idol, and or in, in some ways, maybe an idol. When and, I was in when I was in retard school, we used to um, sneak off campus and smoke weed after classes. And then go to my dorm room because I had a, a, a PC tower with a DVD drive in it, mm-hmm. which was like, that was like some slick shit back in 1999. And I had Half Baked on DVD. And we would watch Half Baked at least three times a week. I mean, think of his career. He has, I mean, just because Saturday Night Live has been around so so long, but he has easily the second best sketch TV show ever and uh, an all-time classic with The Chappelle Show. All-time classic stoner comedy. He was in a Mel Brooks film, which is one of my favorite things ever. He was in Con Air. Con Air, Robin Hood Men in Tights. 
I mean, and I think he's the best stand-up ever. Like, his career is just fucking amazing. And and his life seems so cool. Joe Rogan was talking about it. I was just like, dude, it's private jets everywhere. Like, you, when you're with Dave Chappelle, you feel like you're with a rock star. Um, one of the jokes that he was talking about, I uh, wanted to get... I want to... Uh, Talk about it with you, I guess. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't want to say talk about twice, but I didn't have another way to put it. Anyways, so he talks about his kid um, having to deal with a, 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 a an active shooter drill at school. Yeah, have you heard of these? Yeah, I've had. Have you ever had one? Have you ever done one? No, because I was I was, I think a senior when Columbine happened, mm-hmm. and then I graduated, so I didn't. What was that? Ninety? No, was it ninety? We were sophomores. When was Columbine? Yeah. So I, I actually, it was April twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Um. So my junior and senior year, they started doing active shooter shooter drills. Um, they started doing active shooter drills at my high school. So I'm familiar with them, but like a lot of people, like on the news or like I don't know political pundits or like whatever. This dude's hot taking it about current affairs. We'll talk about, yeah, my kids or kids nowadays are growing up with like active shooter drills. And it's like, nah, I've kind of known about that for a while. Like, that's just like a thing, honestly, in like suburban high schools. It's like, yeah, some fucking maniac coming in and light the place up. I don't know. I just want to talk to you about that, but we don't need to go f- further down that road. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I have one thing that I can review the boys. Did you watch all the boys yet? No, I was I was actually planning on it, watching it on the plane and stuff. But Amazon Prime doesn't let you fucking download stuff to your device. That's weird. I know. I feel so like I, I had to I had to rely solely on Netflix. It's very undude like Jeff Bezos. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Amazon Prime. I mean, I don't feel like it, it. It gives you so many different things and so many different cool shit to do. Like, I don't even. They email me once a month about Prime Music because I don't use it, and they're like, "Hey, just a reminder, you can use Prime Music." And I have Apple Music, so I'm just like, "Whatever, fuck you." Yeah. But I'm sure that's cool, right? Obviously, their shipping shit pays off. But, I, dude, the boys kicked ass. Yeah. I watched the first two episodes, like you did. And chilled for a little while because I fell behind. Natal- I was watching it with Nachi, fell behind and didn't feel like catching up. And then she like, she loved it. So she's like, ta- it's like, no, you got to watch it. Like, this is awesome. Because I saw some people were getting triggered by that. Triggered by the boys. Why? I don't, well, I, what did you read? People are soft as baby shit. What were they triggered about? I didn't think, I didn't even think about. Um... I think the sexual deviancy of the superheroes and what they try to do to that girl when she joins. Oh. <laughs> People got triggered. See, honestly, w- w- that was the first episode too, right? I think so, yeah. Yes. And I liked I liked the first two episodes, but... It gets better? It does get better. Because I've, I've still only seen the first two. But I did take a break after the first two, but like... When that scene happened with the deep and starlight, like I was bought in, like I was in. I was like, okay, this is the direction this show is gonna go. Oh, this is fucked. All right, sweet. You know what I mean? You know, like oh, I, sweet, this I, is I, fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like that's like I didn't want the campy superhero bullshit. I wanted it to go the route it did go, and that's why I thought it killed. 
Like, I fucking liked it. Honestly, I wasn't a huge fan of uh, Keith Urban or Carl Urban, the guy who played Billy the Butcher. Really? I didn't like Billy the Butcher. I thought, what's his face? Maven, I think his name is. Maven. There's Billy the Butcher, Maven, I think, Frenchie. Huey. Huey. And then the, the Asian girl. I thought... The female? I thought Billy the Butcher was like the worst. Yeah, the female. He's the worst out of the boys' crew. Well, I, I told you I've read the first trade of the boys' comic. I read it when it like kind of first came out, I think, because that was when I was on like a huge Simon Pegg kick. And like I, I was browsing the comics, and I see the cover of this, and I'm like, this motherfucker looks like Simon Pegg. And I open it, and it's like, oh, shit, it's based on Simon Pegg. All right, I'm getting this book for real. And everybody in the comic is just so fucking nasty and mean and, like, scumbaggy. Like, they, they toned it down for the TV show. The superheroes, you mean, or just all the people? All of them. They're all just, like, I don't like anybody. I want everybody in this comic to die. I honestly kind of feel like that about the show, too. Like, I'm rooting for Huey. I'm rooting f- a little bit. I think he's like he's, like, a Mendoza line character and actor. Like, that person does the absolute minimum or just enough to, like, work in the story. And, like, what is, I think it's Jack Quaid's his name. Like, it's a pretty blah role. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't overact. He doesn't underact. Like, it's whatever. So, like, I think that character is chill. Fine. I don't like Billy the Butcher. And I think Maven and Frenchie are kind of corny, too. I like the Asian See, I, chick. I like I, I, the, the Asian chick's not in it yet. As, as for you, for, for yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I really like Frenchie. Okay, Fair I like enough. I like his I like his I like his style, and I think they got a good actor for him. I like the superheroes, dude. Like, <laughs> not like I'm not rooting for them, but I just think like like Homelander. I fucking hate that guy. I want I want to see his demise, and the character, the actor, the writing, like they nailed it. Like that is someone I I truly don't like, and and, and Nachi's on the same page. She like can't stand Homelander. Like that is a, and that's I, awesome. I, I don't it's really, like Joffrey. Like Joffrey is could be one of the most despicable characters ever. He's certainly in in the discussion. That's a good that's a good comparison. I and like it's that. and it was like fuck. I hate this little scumbag. Fuck. Like God, kill him, kill him, and then they kill him, and you're like, yeah. I, Kind of want Joffrey back. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's good. Like that, you need a, he a good the villain story. as as much as you need a good hero. Absolutely. Because otherwise, what the fuck are you rooting for? Well, I really liked the uh, the actor that played Homelander. He was in a show on Cinemax called Banshee that was awesome. Nice. He was great, actually. So, um, Shuddy, have you finished um, all the episodes of The Boys? Yeah, I finished Boys the weekend it came out. Oh, yeah, that's right. And did you give it a review? I did. I loved it. Did you score it? Uh, I don't remember if I did. Um, but I would say four, five, four and a half boys' dicks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I'm going 4.25. I liked it a lot. Um, I love the conspiratorial aspect of the story. You know, like with the, the shitty corporations and obviously the corrupt and sponsored bought out government uh elizabeth shoe has aged very well she's aged well and she puts on a fucking performance in that in that series like she kills it 
What a fucking villain. I feel like I've met that person before in L.A. working all the bullshit corporate jobs that I've worked. And I think what makes, going back to Homelander, I think what makes him such like a good villain is like, like he's, he's not over the top evil. He's, there's just a phoniness there with him that is so like on the surface all the time. And then you start to see his true colors and you really see his true colors by the final episode. But then it's always, you know, shrouded and blanketed with some phoniness because, you know, he's a, a celebrity. He's trying to, like, you know, play to his image type shit. Which he's not the blonde guy, is he? Yeah. Yeah, yes. the blonde guy that with the uh, the America cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and I just love I I love how they do, like, the... The Derek Jeter, Tom Brady, like press conferences, you know, afterwards, or they say the cheesy ass sports cliches, and you know, I, I, I don't know, I, it just hit all the, uh, the, the right spots for me. I thought, I thought the boys was fucking awesome. Well, things, things should be uh, dipping as far as round the clock busyness. So I, I'm hoping I've got time to bang out the rest of that, the, the final six episodes. My first note that I'd even say I would. Lick every bit of Starlight if she allowed me to. I think she's fucking hot. Shuddy, how big of a fan are you of Starlight? Agreed. And and she has the line of the of the show, um, and it, you know nothing crazy. It's just I'm a fucking superhero. I think she says it in episode seven or eight, right? Shuddy, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And just the way she says it, I thought it just like nailed. It's it sounds cheesy the way I just said it, but. Shut you know what I'm talking about, right? Like when she nails that and says it, like I, I was like, "Fuck yeah! What a what a what a seer! What a season! I'm I'm in for season two. Do you feel me on I'm that? I'm really really glad that you liked it, Jeff. I thought it was awesome. I feel like four two five is even too low of a score. I kind of want to go up to a four or five, but I'm th- I'm actually going to go back and, and and rewatch some of it. And maybe, no shit. Maybe watch it with my brothers because my bill is really. Uh, uh, loved it, and I got super high a couple episodes and fell asleep. And I rewatched some, a couple episodes too, but like I want to make sure I know what happened. Um, um, so I'm gonna rewatch it, and yeah, it's Nachi would give it a, a high score too. It was, it's a Clark, it's a Clark classic, border, borderline Clark classic. I love oh, it. Oh shit! Yeah, you should check right. it out, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like. It was my intention to to watch watch it like just bang that season out, the yeah. final six episodes on my flights. I'm not a huge fan of Huey, and I'm not a huge fan of Billy the Butcher, like I just said, and and the guy who I plays him. But still, the the show was well done. I despised the Butcher in the comic because he was like in the in the comic he's like Irish or something, and he he's, just he is in the show too. Carl Urban really is. Well, uh, he's, I thought he was... He's New a, Zealand. Yeah, he's... Oh, New Zealand, yes. But but he plays an English guy. I think he's English in the show. Is he or is he New Zealandish? No. New no, Zealander. He's the, the actor's from New Zealand, but I think the character is British. I think so. I, I, I mean, he's I think he's British or Irish in the comic, too, but the, the way they write his dialogue is super fucking annoying, and they it, they just try too hard. Like, every other word is, like, cunt and... It's just like bollocks. Yeah, it reminds me of just like when a, when a kid first starts learning cuss words and they just overuse it because they're like, Guess, oh, "I figured it out. I know how to say fuck." Yeah, it's like, all right, fucking cool your jets a little bit. I get it. Yeah, how about some substance? 
one fuck a, one fuck a paragraph maybe in the in the show though like the, just the first two episodes uh, it's a drastic improvement over the comic so and, and you guys are saying it gets better after episode two so yeah I'm in uh all right well oh wait I'm, I gotta make an announcement okay Kevin and I will be going to the six two six night market. On Saturday, yeah. August 31st, Yep, the same day as the PooFL draft and the PooFL The Real Douche draft, which I'm obviously in both of them. The PooFL Real Deuce is a $52 league that Arts' brother won last year. And the PooFL, this is our third year, the PooFL The Real Deuce is our second year. The PooFL is the one that you, me, and Shuddy are in. That Don won last year and Shuddy won the original year. Okay. Both those drafts are on Saturday. Fuck. One's five. Th- well, you only have to be part of one of them. I think one's five thirty. The other six. And then me and Kevin show me will be at the six two six night market. I think you're auto enrolled, so you just have to download the app. But I'll help you with that later. Oh yeah, yeah. But okay. if you guys are in the area, six two six night market. Let's do a. I'm down Fuck for yeah. a Puminati swarm. This is the first year we've double dipped in the night market. We usually go once a year. They do it four weekends, I believe. And this is the first time where the food was just so over the top fucking delicious. We we're like, I got it. I got to get one more. Vi- I can't wait a whole nother year for this. I need one more visit. Mm-hmm. And it was your idea to do it on the same day that we do the draft. So we're going to be on top of our shit. You know, like right when I we got to get there, like right when the draft ends, let's head over there because I want to beat some of the lines if that's at all possible. The what place time open- do you think the draft is going to end? So like seven thirty, right? And what time do you think it's going to get crazy at the night market? Pro, you know what? Probably seven six thirty. <laughs> Honestly, if we're being, if yeah, if we're I'm not being, making it. Yeah, like I, yeah, yeah. So. It, just the earlier better the better because we got there i think last time at eight and like you know we it there were still things on the checklist that we needed to get get to that we couldn't and everything was kind of closing at like eleven thirty. so we're gonna have to do some of the things that we couldn't do last time but again puminati six two six night market this weekend and for all the people in the league fantasy leagues we got the drafts on saturday as well real quick before we go I would like to try and fire up voicemails. Yay! Just one or two. Do you have any beer? Uh, What's the matter, Shuddy? I uh, during the Instagram live, uh, one of the Puminati sent a "Would Jeff suck a dick?" that I have that they DM'd me. What's up, bitch? It's time to find out what it would take for Jeff Clark to suck a dick. Good question, Shuddy. I've never read one before. I didn't know. I thought we were waiting for the music to end. Uh, It says, would Jeff rather suck a dick or every day when he wakes up as part of his regular outfit... He has to wear a butt plug tail like a raccoon or fox. This would mean that all of his clothes have to have a slot for his tail to come out through, and he can't ever hide it. 
Be like Stevie Janowski when I wore a cape all of senior year. I just like the tail is my thing. No. I think I could use that tail to get pussy. It's a butt plug. Oh, yeah. Well, he said butt plug, and I, I, I knew what that meant, but then the following description made me feel like maybe it was just attached to my clothes. But it's in my ass and coming out my clothes. Yep. Correct. Okay, yeah. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. Because, I mean, I don't know how good I'll be at head, but that's a a short gay experience versus a lifelong gay experience. It's almost an unfair question in a lot of ways. Uh, oh, man. Fuck, dude. God, he got me. I'll take, I'll, I'll, I'll suck the dick, whatever. Fucking pussy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I you know, we've we've been podcasting for a while tonight. I could spend another couple hours really contemplating this. I don't know if I made the right decision there. <laughs> but the decision has been made. Yeah. Alright. So voicemail time. Please work. Hey, Do- what's up guys? It's Kirby Beer Girl. Oh, shit. It's been a while since I've called so I uh Wanted to call in and just share an amazing experience I had uh, last night. Skipped out of work early and went to uh, Cedar Point. It's a, an amusement park near mm-hmm. me. Heard of it. Fucking awesome. But anyway, um, in the bathroom and someone comes in the stall next to me. I'm seeing I see her feet like just like spread apart a little bit wider. Next thing I know, there's just this awesomely loud fart he comes out of her and he goes on for like. Well, 15 seconds, and there's variations in tone, and it was just an amazing fart. I'm trying not to laugh as it just keeps on going, and then I hear somebody else just bust up in laughter, so then I start laughing, so then the whole fucking bathroom starts laughing over this woman (laughs) and her giant fucking fart. Uh, It was hilarious, so just wanted to share it with everybody. Uh, Happy episode 420. I think that's what we're on right now, so... Uh, congrats. Love you guys. Bye. Curvy Girl, you are a treasure. Yeah. One of the original Puminati. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, you know, I'm bummed out by girl farts, but if I was a fly in that stall, I would have been a laughing fly. Oh, yeah. Like a 50, I know that doesn't sound long, but for a fart, like count to 15 right now. A, a fart going that entire length that, Changes pitch and that's great oh, Poudini yeah. caliber right there. It is Dan the Man caliber. Fifteen seconds. Yeah, but I would get sick of that bit after like eight seconds, nine yeah. seconds. Did fucking what, did, was Dan the Man like in drag or something? <laughs> yeah, it was Mrs. Great Poudini. <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much more I could add to that. Is there? Yeah, except Someday. to say thank you for sharing. Yeah. Oh, apparently Siri thought I was talking to her. Or him, excuse me. My Siri's a dude. Um, yeah. Oh, didn't yeah. you tell me what to do? Thanks for sharing. Girl farts, I think they're fucking hilarious. I know you do. I do not mind a chick farting. 15 seconds, that's a little crazy. But if I heard a guy farting like that in the bathroom, I would not only laugh, I might even... <laughs> fucking awesome dude yeah you'd be like you'd put your fist underneath the stall yeah. and be like i'll oh, pound it out homie nice <laughs> nice cut yeah exactly yeah i don't i don't you feel me though like i 
if I ripped a nice one and someone laughed in the stall over and it's like, ah, fucking awesome, dude, I'd, I'd feel nice. All right, let's do one more. Uh-oh. Do you have any beer? Yo, what's up, mad scientist? I've been listening to old episodes, and Jeff was just talking shit about Pinocchio. So, Jeff, would you rather suck a oh, dick here we go. or every time you lied... Your dick shrunk by an inch. And after, like, two lies, that dick turns into a pussy. Later, dude. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. you oh, my God. Dick. He just ethered me. <laughs> yeah, I know what he implied, asshole. <laughs> he fucking I, vocalized he it. He implied that he had a one-inch dick. Jeff, he just said you had a two-inch dick. Yeah, I know, Kevin. Thanks. Just in case uh, you, you couldn't keep score on that one. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I, I picked up on his algebra. Uh, God, I'm going to blow two people in this episode. This is ridiculous. I don't know how I don't suck a dick in this case. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's that or stop lying. I'm pretty, on, I'm pretty honest. But, but yeah, I do there are lie. Sometimes you have to. I mean, yeah. I mean, don't we all lie at least five times a day? Yeah. Right? So you I can't mean, you can't make it like not like dreadful devious lies. They're yeah. lies to keep the peace. Yeah, I mean I lie at least five times a day, so I can only go like I don't know maybe a whole month before I. <laughs> I'll, I'll suck the dick. All Plus, right, fuck fuck that pussy. Good job, too, good job, caller. Uh, all right, hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, if you if you enjoy what you're hearing, please head over to iTunes and subscribe and hook us up with a five-star review so we can keep this fucking train going. And if this just simply isn't enough Mad Scientist Party Hour for you, head over to patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. We are turning out content left and right there. Every week for, for $5, we do the, um, the, the bonus episode. Uh, they're always... 30 minutes or longer. Uh, last week, we did one that was almost an hour. The week before that, we almost went an hour. So uh, you, get, you, get, you get what you pay for. You, you get your money's worth. You're, you're getting your content. And then the $10 tier, we've got, we all do our own individual shows. Sometimes we do a couple extra shorter shows. There's video component, audio component, uh, social media follow back on the $10 tier. So 60 choose- hours, give or take, of additional MSPH content. So, like you said, if yeah, you get to... access to all of it if you missed out. And this isn't I enough. Dropped the ball on some what the fuck, uh, what the fuck did I just watch episodes? So there are two that will be going up within the next twenty four hours. You oh, sandbagging son of a bitch, trying to get him in at the end of the month, huh? Trying to up your numbers. <laughs> I've heard oh, about shit. you. Gotta meet quota. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're recording a new one this week. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Rowe Records. And at MSPH Podcast if you want to see pictures from episode 420. Um, if you want to be a part of Voicemails, yay, call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. Shuddy Boy, you got anything? Uh, just huge thanks to Arts for uh, oh, being yeah. our weed sommelier yes. for episode 420. Shout out 420. to you, Arts. At a real true stoner on Instagram, he rolled us like a twelve gram joint. He got Doug and his girlfriend all dabbed out. Did you do a dab at all, Jeff? I mean, yes, he did. Yeah, Def- yeah definitely. definitely. Shuddy, did you dab times. it up? I did. 
not know. Yeah, well, it, thanks for for um, reminding me of that, Shuddy. Huge, huge thank you to Arts. He fucking killed it this past weekend. Yeah. 420, he obviously added, you know, the weed and, and a lot of content uh, for us at 420. Yeah, so. and he hung out on our Patreon Patreon show last week. Yeah, dude, came on the really bike ride, dude. It was awesome. So, yeah. Shout out. Thanks. All right, friends, thank you for listening. But until next time, something. Sit here until you're ready. Oh, it's working. It's working. We got levels. It's working. All right, let me get my fucking goofy lapel mic. My patty lapel. Hopefully Shuddy's monitoring the Instagram channel if we, we can't live? connect with him. No, but I'm hoping that the the, mel- the lapel mic works. I mean, it did when I ran simulations on it, but that was just through the regular camera, not the Instagram hey. live camera. I think it'll work. I believe it'll work. Oh, what was that noise? Uh-oh. Man. Are you recording Fucking stupid this? computer is asking me if I want to recommend this software to other people. Fuck off. We're going live. We're recording. We're officially Easter egging. Egging it up. Hmm. Let me get Shuddy Boy on. Let's see here. Are you just going to hold that until people come in? Yeah. I'm just going to sit here and stare into the camera awkwardly. Oh. Deep into all the viewers' souls. Up until you're ready. And we're ready to start Maybe. unboxing this, these fucking treats. All right. Let's get Shuddy Boy up. I honestly don't know. Oh. What's that noise? We got some static. I don't know if I'm more excited for Wait, hold on a second. football season. Jeff, let me just okay. try and fix what that noise is. All right, I'll continue this awkwardness. This, I don't know what's... Uh, yeah, I don't know what's causing all this. Let's say the sea of chords that you have here producing sort of feedback. I have similar situation or similar issues on my end when I... Have all these fucking cords jumbled up. Well, if Shuddy Boy would just abandon his family and move to Los Angeles. Yeah, Shuddy, great. Now Kevin's pissed. Your <laughs> fucking selfish family's getting in the way. I have the same issue in my other podcasts as well. I'm just, this guy's got to do father shit. It's fucking annoying. Put that kid up for adoption already. So. I know this is backwards, or you'd have to read it in a mirror to see it the regular way, but we're going to review the maple well, cream, the maple cream Oreos. All right, well, Shuddy Boy, you're going to have to... So, I'm trying to figure out how to mute. I know this is backwards. I'll just... This is a, a clusterfuck. <laughs> we gotta, Shuddy Boy's fucking echoing all over the place. We, we got a tape delay on his Instagram live. Is that better? Did you mute it? I did. Then, yup, it's better. Yeah, we okay. still have some static on our end that we're dealing with, but I'm going to go back to modeling these Oreos. Oh, no. 
Yeah, we can't. The static is a, it's a, a deal breaker. A deal breaker. I don't hear oh, no. any static. Uh oh. There it is. No one move. Shuddy, don't move. We lost the static. We've gotten rid of it. Oh, yeah. Hopefully we don't fuck up and bring oh, it back. Oh, yeah. So, as you can see here, we're doing the maple cream Oreos. And I was just about to ask Kevin, I don't know if I'm more excited for the start of football season or new Oreos coming out. I mean, the start of football, football season is more of a prolonged experience, sure. But if, if someone was going to promise me 10 new Oreo editions during football season, I'd be like, you know what? I'm more excited about these flight of Oreos than I am football season. <laughs> well, as a Giants fan, that's understandable. Uh, have you seen Daniel Hammer Dick Jones throw the ball this preseason? He's a fucking legend. And he's not going to be your starting quarterback, so it really doesn't fucking matter. All right, Shuddy Boy, did you uh, miss the memo that we're talking about Oreos here? Yeah. So, again, this is backwards, but I'm sure all of you can see or, or and believe me that these are the maple cream Oreos. Now, Canadians, this is what I've noticed just by perusing the grocery store um, snack aisles and, and seeing all that is offered nowadays, I feel like Canadians are exporting their snacks more and more these days. So you got the Ruffles all-dressed chips. All-dressed, that's a Canadian thing. Yeah. Um, and what's that? It comes with like Big Mac sauce and pickle juice or some shit. What the fuck's all-dressed meaning in? I try to look it up. I think it's like ranch, ketchup, mayonnaise. Like, all the condiments as part of, like, a seasoning or flavoring. All dressed chips by Ruffles are exactly what they sound like. Flavored with ketchup, salt, vinegar, barbecue, sour cream, onion, and other mystery seasonings. Like, literally, just everything. So, it's basically all of their chip flavors in one chip. That sounds pretty gross. Well, we tried it, right? And it wasn't horrible. It just wasn't that good. Like, remember a couple of years ago, a uh, Canadian... Puminati listener sent a whole bunch of fucking Canadian snacks over. Like the uh, coffee crisp was yeah. one of them. I think Maltzers was another one. And all dressed chips and I think ketchup chips as well. And they they're not horrible. Yeah, AC has sent me ketchup chips before and they're delicious. I mean they're alright. I like ketchup, but it's the most like it's the laziest uh, snack edition maybe ever created. Yeah, Ketchup try these potato chips. chips. They're potato flavored. <laughs> um, but yeah, between these maple cream Oreos, between there's this new Kettle Cook brand chips out called apple cider vinegar, and it's got the maple leaf. Oh, they're delicious. It's a limited yeah. batch. I, I, I got some this past weekend. They're very, very good. Yeesh. I'm not a huge apple cider fan, uh, apple cider vinegar fan, Apparently, Canadians are, though, because it's got the maple leaf on there. I don't know if any of uh, the Puminati viewers on this Instagram live um, can can talk to or speak to any of this, but I'm, I don't know. I guess apple cider vinegar might, it might be a Canadian thing. Also, Popeye's has been on fire with their chicken sandwich. You know they're owned by the fucking Canadians? The goddamn Canadians own Popeye's. I did not know that. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So they're on fire lately. Tim right, so are we doing everyone? these Oreos? We are. Sorry. Are we just going to I'm setting the table here. Each other. I'm setting the table before we eat. Sorry. So, we're going to eat some Oreos, but first, potato chips. Yeah. First, let me talk about all the other things that aren't Oreo related. First, I'm going to discuss every single snack ever. You know what? You got to grab your own. 
I was going to hand it to you, but no, you got to grab it. Good. Your... I don't want to eat one with your fucking booger fingers on it. Like the smell. Is oh, there yeah. a better smell than maple syrup? They do smell delicious. Is there a better smell than maple syrup? Oh, I, boy. I extend, that, <clears throat> I extend that question to the crowd, to the viewers. Is there a better smell than maple syrup? I challenge you to name me three better smells. You can't fucking do it. No Pizza. way. Okay, there's one. <laughs> Two more? Can you do it? Can you? I don't believe you can. Uh, I really like my mom's marinara sauce. Bacon. Somebody, uh, 210 Baker says bacon. No, I'm going to strike that down. I think maple syrup. Zilla says, yeah, nigga, vanilla. No, that's way wrong. Uh, I'm going to shoot down the bacon idea. Although there's, I see where he seems to be a popular one. I see where he's coming from. However, if you mix the bacon and maple smell, that produces the best of both worlds, (laughs) you know? So I feel like bacon right. sometimes you, can you eat maple. You keep flapping away yeah, over there, Jeff. These. I'm going to eat. I wonder, is maple the audio... Maple cream Oreo cookies. Is the audio coming through good? We got some lapel mics here to boost the audio. I don't know if that's working at all. Ginger and Juice says goulash. Goulash. Okay, that's an inside joke. Fuck you, Ginger and Juice. Christmas now, goulash is a great smell. Great. Now Cheech just left the Instagram live. He's not. A, he's no longer a viewer. <laughs> Piece of shit. New 10 Baker says weed. I do really like the smell of weed, but yeah, I don't want to eat it when I smell it. I just want to smoke it. I'm going to perform a little cunnilingus on this maple cream oreo. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, I am never getting a boner again for the rest of my life. I don't know what... Goodbye, penis. Man, do you like maple donut bars? I'm not a huge fan. There, are, but if you if you if you like maple donut bars, you're absolutely gonna love the cream in this, uh, in this Oreo. I gotta, I gotta this this cream that I just tongue darted. Oh, this is good. They're they're good. Oh, but... they're amazing. See, I'm gonna eat this whole thing too. But the, I feel like the, they could use something else, milk. But I mean. How good would a chocolate covered one of these be? I don't. Is chocolate I, and maple good together? Chocolate, chocolate's a winner with everything. That's a great tag team partner. I think chocolate. I think a regular chocolate covered one of these would be delicious. Not so much a white chocolate covered, and you know how much I love white chocolate. But this is this is fucking good. I like these. I, I really enjoy the golden cookie. Um. It's it's a toss up on which one's better. I know the the original are they're great, but the golden cookie is a nice change up, and the golden cookie works better with the maple cream than I think a chocolate would. Yet you want to dunk this in chocolate. But I'm saying, then you get three flavors. <laughs> I it's mean, just, isn't, it's it's a flavor explosion. Isn't a golden Oreo cookie just plain? It's vanilla, which is uh, one of our viewers' favorite smells. Apparently, essentially plain. I mean, as a little kid, vanilla ice cream was just, oh, yeah, that's plain. Yeah, but it was also delicious. Plain ice cream. I mean, if you couldn't get other ice cream and you just were stuck with vanilla, you wouldn't complain, would you? I wouldn't hang out with you if you did. As a little kid, I might. (laughs) You're probably the worst little kid. uh, Vanilla's grown grown on me as a flavor. Well, when I first... Vanilla, spicy. After the first Oreo, I would say that they most resemble the Cinnabon Oreos. You know, those are very similar flavors, I guess, in the sense. And I yeah. think 
I think these are better. I would buy these again before the Cinnabon Oreos. And those are all over the place. Those are just like a regular flavor at this point. I'm pretty Have sure. you had the dark chocolate Oreos? I have. Uh, yeah. I believe so. I think yeah. we've had every flavor, right? Yeah. I mean, yes, I have had the dark chocolate. Excuse me, hon. I have had the dark chocolate. I'm not a huge dark chocolate fan. I mean, I would say they're um, a bottom tier Oreo. Be that as it may, I mean, it's delicious. And if you like dark chocolate, you're really going to like the dark chocolate Oreos. These are I like great. The, the chocolate cream and the chocolate cookie. I think the sound is coming through good. So we're done with the Easter egg portion of this. So we're just pivoting to strictly reviewing this snack here. Have another one. Yeah, I need one more. Before you can officially grade it, Snack Galifianakis. We got to think of a snack nickname for you, Shuddy. I'm Snack Somalier, Snack Galifianakis. I have one. What was it again? Snack Morris. Snack Morris. All right, great. So I'm very happy with the production of these and how they taste. This is definitely... I'm going to go grab a half gallon of milk at Walgreens on the street after this and just fucking face the rest of these Oreos and we're done recording here. I'm going to give it... Why don't you just go to Ralph's? It's closer. I'm going to give it an 87. I think these are goddamn delicious. I would say they're in like... If tier one is the highest tier of Oreos, I would put them in like tier three. Out of how many tiers? We'll go eight. You're just pulling arbitrary numbers no, out of your ass. No, 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 no. I have yes, it. Come on. No, exactly no, no, no. I have it all written down okay. somewhere in here. One of these. So, one of these docs. What is the equivalent to Oreo tears to Shroot Bucks? Is it the same as Stanley Nichols? <laughs> I don't. I. I can't. I can't joke on top of that joke. That was a good one, but uh, no, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure how to answer that. Mm. Okay. Oreo tears are they're their own thing, and as the snack sommelier. I'm a little offended that you're going to question that I don't know or I'm just making up as I go Oreo tears. Like, you don't think I can just riff off on Oreo tears? You know, this Instagram Live is going to be three hours because we're going to talk about Oreos for a long time, unless you want to record the podcast. No, let's do an all-Easter egg MSPH. <laughs> we're not gonna, we're not Dedicated gonna... to Oreos. You'll never hear the theme. Yep, and you're never going to... It's never going to hit iTunes. And <laughs> no, it's only going to live on Instagram episode. Live. Yep. Um, all the racist and ignorant things that we say will only live for 24 hours, and hopefully no one reports them. It's probably the best for our careers. Snack yeah. Morris, how do you feel about these maple cream Oreos? We got a fuck you, Jeff. I saw that. It's the only fucking comment I see. Fuck you, Jeff. All right, cool. <laughs> Must be a Canadian. <laughs> They're, they don't talk like that. Yeah, you're right. It's probably a... You know what? No, I'm not going to... So do you not I'm have not a review, Shuddy? Geographically the, discriminate. I, they're okay. I'd say they're a 3.75 on the Oreo scale. I'm not it's terribly not impressed with them. Okay, I so, like them. I'll eat them, but I'm not like, holy shit, these are amazing. So I think we've had better. To convert that to snack attack score, can we go, is that a 75? Is that what you're saying, 75? Yeah, 73, 75, yeah, in that neighborhood. Okay, so we'll call it a 74 out of Zach, a snack Morris, excuse me. Snack Galifianakis, what do you think? I think these are a solid 85. They're okay. good. They're really, really sweet. 
Okay. I mean, as syrup is, it's kind of like uh, a given. Are you adding or um, deducting points based on sweetness? Deducting a little bit. Because they're, sweet. yeah, I, I feel like if I ate more than three, I would have a pretty bitchin' tummy ache. Mm. I don't get and a tummy ache when it comes to Oreos. Mm. Right. I think maybe the fire, what was it, the fire rocks or the pop rocks Oreos was the closest I ever got to a tummy ache. But I mean, I polished off like 10 of them and I'm just chilling. I think those were vile. Those and the cinnamon ones. Yeah. Can Those are definitely tier eight. Yeah, they can, which ones? they can go kiss a fucking pee hole for all I care. And they barely uh, make it tier, to tier eight. Coca-Cola Oreos we hated. Yeah. And the Pop Rocks Oreos. The Pop Rocks ones and the, the Valentine's fake cinnamon shit ones. Ugh. They made me want to uh, barf on orphans. <laughs> Those one. were Oreos you eat out of desperation. I'll say, oh. <laughs> I'll, I, uh, I wrote a pretty stern and angry email to Nabisco after trying the Pop Rocks Oreos. I was not happy. Oh, Tried to use what, my, did, they, did they respond? They did, did not. Did you get like a form email back that says, thank you for your input? <laughs> yeah, I got, a, I, I got a no reply email. Oh. They're like, right. sir, this is the DMV. Let's wrap this up and start recording the main show. So, Snack Galfinakis has an 85. Me, the Snack Somalia, has an, has an 87. Snack Morris was debating, but it sounds like he settled on 74. Yep. From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour.